<sighs> if, if you go out in the rain, you're going to get wet. I fucking hate you so <laughs> They say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. We are back with another episode of Doubly Negative. Kyle, you look surprised. I'm, I've been trying to switch it up. I know they tell you you should have it like very uniform, like you want to have a very uniform intro for your podcast if you're going to bring in new listeners. So I say, fuck that. I'm going to switch it up every time. Back with another installment of Doubly Negative. Yeah, you just, you just woke me up like out of a coma or something like that that is it's good i liked it yeah you were uh you were like ready to coast and then i threw the yeah so just to show that i still have my fastball um let's go so i'm chris here with my friend kyle kyle how are you you don't want to switch this part up i was thinking about it but i got nervous and i'm trying to also make it so my phone doesn't vibrate because it's going to be loud and annoying during the Arsenal let's, games, they kind of just let's go. switch that part up too. Okay, um, back with another installment of Doubly Negative. That's Kyle. I'm Chris. What's up? Uh, we'll work on it. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> uh, that sucked. <laughs> not not the best, but so, hey, we're trying. Yeah, we're doing everything we can here. Um. So how's it going? Sorry. See, it didn't work because now we're all uh, here no you know what um i didn't mind it because now it feels a little bit more genuine it's like okay we already started the podcast you're asking me how i'm doing it's not that how are you where i'm not really gonna answer yeah, you know yeah. what i mean every time like, you say good yeah yeah exactly uh, i'm all right chris yeah so um last week we talked a lot about me being very hard on myself body image wise and then uh the worst thing ever could have happened to me. I messaged, happened, you, in a pan- I messaged you in a panic. Yeah. Um, so I last Friday, I was at a bar watching the Arsenal game with the Rhode Island Arsenal supporters group, Hope Street Pizza. If there's any of you out there, join us. We'll have a good time. And, um, well, someone took a panoramic shot from the back corner. I'm in the photo. Uh the photo fucked up on me i i asked a lot of people and they said yeah no that's fucked up that's not what you look like at all and uh it made me it it made me look like a 350 pound man and that shattered me so it added some girth to your midsection a significant amount of girth i want to add yeah according to my friends and loved ones and I, I had a particular difficulty responding because I didn't think that's what you looked like, but it's hard for me to know. I, I only see you from there up, right? And, uh, oh, no, that wasn't you. Yeah, it's not you. See? That's all I needed. That's all I yeah. needed. No. Because that, that was significantly larger than I am, yeah? For sure. Yeah. Okay. You, See, I'm even it, still it, looking for validation here. I'm like, that was significantly bigger, right? No, that's like a different person. Okay. Well, even with all the reassurance, I uh, struggled my way through the week and have started to diet more. I've started to do harder, more intense exercises. And I don't know if it's because it was time for me to start doing that or if it's because I saw this picture and went, holy shit. Maybe it was a glimpse into my future if I didn't turn things around. Hmm. Like, um, what's that movie? Big. It's a Wonderful Life. I said big with Tom Hanks when he he's like, I want to be an adult. I want to grow up. And then he gets there, and it's not all it's cut out to be. Okay. I'm enjoying my food now, but I I put the token in the machine, and now I see eating like that is not all it's cut out to be. It might be great now, but it's gonna really turn on you. Maybe not the best analogy. Maybe I just wanted to reference Tom Hanks and big. Probably, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a it's a it's a true thing about those short term pleasures. They are nice in that one moment, but in the long run, they're not so good for us. Yeah, I regret it now. Like, I've never had to exercise being in this bad of shape. Like, if now that I'm older and out of shape, I was out of shape when I was younger. But now that I'm older and out of shape, there's a lot more aches and pains that come along with it. And that's because my body's like, dude, I can't carry this extra weight you got on you. What is wrong? 
Steve and I would always talk about the first run. Uh, if you've taken some time off, maybe you've gained a little bit of weight. And then that first run, when you feel that jiggle in your midsection, I've it's just a jiggle. Oh, it's just it's tough. brutal. It's tough. Um, we never talked about um, like uh, chubby guy things or, or chubby person things where uh, another one is, uh, well, I haven't had to deal with this in a long time, but the seatbelt in the car can be uh if it if it kind of frames your man boobs in, in a certain way or See, you know i don't what I'm have talking that, about surprisingly i don't yeah. have that um what are some other fat guy things sitting on the toilet too long and then losing feeling in one of your legs i don't think that's a fat guy thing i think that's just a guy thing you start yeah, sounds like feelings. a medical problem no i've seen memes about it on the internet <laughs> yeah I'm not I, I, i've never experienced that we stand together um, really, you don't, you haven't sat on the toilet long enough. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm usually in and out rather quickly. I, um, I take my time. That's, that's me time. Hmm. Um, Stavros had that great bit in his stand up talking about like COVID and he's like, if you're not sure the symptoms of COVID are just being fat. <laughs> yeah. Do you have aches and pains? Diarrhea? Yeah. Trouble breathing. Breath. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I have had COVID since I was in the third grade. Yeah. That's true. So that picture, back to the picture, it, it, uh, even with all the reassurances, my stupid brain is like, well, could be you. Would be you if you don't stop. We should share that picture on the doubly negative Instagram, shouldn't we? I No, if that person had tagged me in the photo, thank God he doesn't know my name. If he had tagged me in the photo, I would have sued for defamation. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you'd win that one. I got my lawyer. Uh, why? Why you bring but, him in? But what about now with the with the knowledge that it was some sort of an error? Um, that's not you. Uh, can you you can can you see the humor in it and and show others or or still no? It just it no. just bothers. <laughs> Especially because there's a lot of people like on social media that haven't seen me in person in a while. Hmm. my fear is that they will think that's actually what I look like and not listen to the show and know that it was made an error. And then I have to be like, this, this picture is not actually me. And I have to like do it throughout the whole thing. All right. Um, I guess the world will have to wait then until your fraudulent before and after picture that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, they'll see it when I post my before and after picture. This was me three months ago. I like that. Actually, I could use that now, dude. I just put that picture up three months ago. This is me a couple weeks at the gym. And they're going to wow, dude, he's really crushing it. That's amazing. Did you ever see that one? There's one really funny one where uh, it's a before and after this, this huge black guy. And then the after is this like ripped white guy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's so ridiculous. This was me before. And it's like, all right, it's just the same face photoshopped on another ripped guy. Yeah. But they were just like mocking it. That is Man, so fucking. So funny. many of those before and afters are such bullshit too. I and where people do it. So, sorry to cut you off, but people do it like that. I know, and it's like, I want to comment like you did a great job adjusting the lighting to make yourself look like you've been doing work. There's funny. those, yeah, and then there's the one I'm talking about the other extreme where, especially for promotional purposes, where it says like eight weeks later. But the guy is a solid 30 or 40 pounds lighter, ripped. And it was either like steroids or way longer than eight weeks or probably both. There, there's a lot of those, especially in the fitness industry. Oh, yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. I think there was a, there was a video circulating the Internet a while back. It was on one of the photo shoots for the before and after. And it, it's like the same guy. And then they just alter a few things. So like it's I very, saw that. Yeah, like that's a real thing. So yeah, I, I think it might have been the same video where they were basically showing that just getting a tan or even a spray tan makes a huge difference too. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because I feel like the fitness industry is like flooded with that stuff. So like, if me just thinking like, all right, I want to try to figure out like what the best like machine for cardio is to like shed some belly fat so i googled it not even thinking like oh i'm gonna get top five ways to do this so i was like okay because it's something everyone wants so everyone is so susceptible to falling for these tricks yeah everyone wants that body 
well, not everyone, I guess things have changed, but for the most part, a lot of people want that body that they see in the before and the after picture. So they fall for the stupid, oh, I'm going to take this supplement. Look at the guy on the bottle. He took this. So it's like, it's pretty disgusting. It's gross. It, it really is. And I, I was thinking about that with the, the skincare industry too. Yeah. Like, um, I was watching the show last night called the expanse and, uh, there was some, there was a billboard that was like wrinkles are an option now. And I was just thinking like, there's not really any accountability for any skincare. They can kind of make any claim they want. And then how do you prove if it's just complete bullshit? There's no way they have to take their word for it. It's like, Oh, it's in the picture. See? And it's all bullshit. So many things are like that. Like any sort of um, any sort of beauty product or fitness product or something that's going to alter your looks in a positive way. Yeah, there's just so much margin for error and and doubt and oh, you didn't do it right if you didn't get the right results or it's like what an easy way to scam people. Yeah, and it's filled like it's very rare that you find one that's legit. It's just something that has the same products as the generic stuff with a different brand and a hot celebrity ambassador. And and we're so susceptible to it, like you said. Like, even if you know better. I'll still take the chance. Yeah, exactly. I think it's that desire. Like, the, the, the thing that the marketing hits on is that lesser you. The, the you that's not really about logic and um, whatever, but the, the thing that just wants to solve that insecurity, that problem, whatever that is, that drive is so strong that it will it will overcome any any voice inside you that says, well, this is just this is just nonsense. It's something I and, did within the last year. Yeah, uh, I did the the hair stuff to try to make my hair come back thicker. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, it's not going to work. But God damn it, if I don't give it a shot. <laughs> yeah because yeah. what if it did what if yeah. it did what if it yeah. did do the trick Those and then bastards yeah i would probably still go buy that i'm using a different shampoo now but if michelle had uh texted me and said hey i'm at what's the place called i don't know it's a place where people that used to be hair stylists can go and she said hey do you want me to pick up some of the thick hair stuff i'd say absolutely yeah it's not gonna do anything and especially if they just say, oh, you got to give it 12 weeks or four months or whatever. Oh, dude. Then you're like, going to buy it consistently. Yeah. Guaranteed results in six months or less. It's like, dude, you're telling me I have to fucking be consistent with this shit for six months? And then if you stack that with the placebo effect, where a lot of the time you're going to actually think, oh, this is working. Yep. And you've got lifelong customers out of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. exactly so it's, i think uh, the the worst one i ever fell for was um i mean i didn't know better because i think i was <laughs> yeah can we no, before I would... you go further we're an anti-herbalife podcast uh those people suck too yeah i don't know anything about it really but it doesn't seem good no that's the real reason you moved so people would stop trying to sell you herbalife that's why exactly yeah. okay but sorry i cut you off for the second time this podcast so you son of a bitch. I, I know you're, I'm going to get a text from you later apologizing about this. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you already. No problem at all. Still it's, okay. it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember how old I was, but I was in BJ's. Uh, is, that a, is that like a worldwide store? Definitely not. I don't know worldwide. I'm sure regional, but my old stuff. Like a Costco. Used to work there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, they had... Some sort of product. You might know what I'm talking about. It's kind of hard to describe if I don't have a name for it, but it was this electrical pulse thing for fitness where you would put these little diodes, maybe is the word. On um, your stomach? Yes. Yeah, it's like it works yeah. your abs while you're not doing exercise. Yeah. I know yeah, exactly so you, what it is. I don't know the name, though. You, you put those sticky things on your muscles, and then you turn on this electrical shock device, basically. And the idea is that it's going to work your muscles for you, That's... and you're going to lose weight somehow. Yeah. And if, if you're not really thinking about it, it almost seems plausible, but... 
a little bit of uh, investigation and it does not hold up. I wonder what kind of damage you're doing to yourself by just electrocuting yourself all fucking day. <laughs> just so you don't have to do a couple crunches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would I rather... That is the perfect, that is the most appealing product, isn't it, isn't it by yeah, the way? Uh, it is. Something that will solve your problem for you with no effort on your part. You can Zero. just watch TV and shock yourself. <laughs> yeah, just electrocute yourself while you're shoving your fucking throat with chips and donuts. I and probably watch a TV. did, too. Yeah, you're like... I'm fuck. I'm working out right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm fuck. What do you mean? That's brutal. Yeah. I'm. I would probably buy one of those now if I walked by it at the <laughs> store. If I'm being honest, after that picture. And the thing, in in the in a lot of these things too, is the the price is they're they're so smart. They priced it perfectly. I think it was like nineteen ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine. Yep. It's that sweet spot, probably with your hair product too, where you're like, "Well, it's not that expensive. Even if it doesn't work, I can afford to give it a shot." Yeah. Right? Here's the thing: if it was four hundred dollars, but there was a good chance it was going to work, would you still purchase it? That's the funny thing, right? Uh, once if, you if, pass a certain price point, you could up the percentage chance that it would work, and I would still be like, "Oh, well, that's four hundred dollars." No. Say if it's a, yeah, like a seventy-five percent efficacy rate. Oh yeah, I'd buy it. Seventy-five percent is pretty good. I would. Yeah, Sixty-five. I think anything above fifty, for some reason, like a coin flip, I kind of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I fucking play black and red on roulette. I like yeah. my odds. Yeah. I did not like. I went to the casino two weekends ago, and you know I was hot for a little bit. But I, when you get the bigger bankroll, you get a little cocky with your bets, and sure. that's what happened. I was like, "There's been a run of like." 17 reds i'm gonna hit one of these times and of course i put it all on and then bye oh dude i used to have the biggest most heated arguments with Derek olsen about that really <laughs> i think it was it was when the four of us would go pretty regularly me steve dave and Derek, and uh we would play roulette quite a bit and we would always get into the same argument where it would be that it was like, say a red hit 17 times in a row. It's got to be black. And, and he would say, it's got to be. be like, no, it's always 50 50. It does. The past literally does not matter at all. It's always I know, 50 50. But I pay. I take like a lot of stock. in. Mm. Of course. The, yeah. The you, it, it, it's hard not to like it's it's just uh, human nature or whatever. It's it, it, the more times it's been red, you think it's going to be black more. But the, the, of course not. The odds don't change. No, it's still 50-50. But part of me, my stupid brain works like that because I think it's fucking fixed. Ah, uh, sure, sure. So it's definitely fixed. I like the uh the Martingale system for for that reason. Um what the hell's that? The Martingale system is uh it's something that's gotten me into a lot of trouble sometimes. So it's like this. You take a 50-50 game roulette red and black right mm -hmm. let's say you've got two hundred dollars and the minimum bet is five dollars what you do is you bet five dollars on red if you if you hit red great you bet five dollars again <clears throat> but if you hit black you lose your five dollars next time you bet ten dollars so if you if you hit red now you've recouped your five dollar lost and made five dollars yeah but what if it's black again then you bet 20 then you bet 40 then you bet 80. And the idea is, and this is funny because it goes both ways. Um, at, at the beginning, the chances of hitting eight blacks in a row is very small. But the fucked up thing is after it's hit black seven times, the chance of hitting black again is still 50-50. So now you're betting 100. And, so, and I've gotten into that situation where I'd be betting $180 or whatever it is trying to recoup my first loss. And all the subsequent ones, and uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes it hits black five times, uh, six times, seven times, eight times in a row, and, you, and you're broke. And that's happened to me a bunch of times. I played that system quite I a bit. I feel like if you're in that system, you gotta just keep taking money out and going up until you recoup everything you lost. Then you're back in it. Well, that's the thing, Chris. It's um, if the 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 ideal scenario for the Martin Gale system would be if the minimum bet is really low and the maximum bet is really high and you have unlimited money. In, in that case, you actually could not lose theoretically if you yeah. had infinite money and and you could go as high. But actually, I believe I might be wrong about this, but I think that's why they put the maximum bet. Most tables will have a minimum bet and a maximum bet. 
So, uh, so you, you cannot win because of that. God forbid the common man gets a couple extra bucks. Bastards. Well, if that was the case, they would not make money and we wouldn't have casinos to go spend our money at. So, yeah. Whatever. Um, so we can kind of transition here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I realized why you were laughing after. Um, transition here to um, a little story that you had to go through today. Something you mentioned. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we mentioned on the last podcast that I might be looking for a new place. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, I was doing that yesterday and today. Yesterday, found a couple options, but neither were that good. Um, and today I found one that uh, was promising. Mm-hmm. So I went. Uh, good location. And pictures looked good. And uh, so I found it on Facebook, and I was texting the guy on WhatsApp. And he said, meet me there at 5. I got there at five. He was a little bit late. So I texted him and he said, just wait 10 minutes. And as I'm waiting, a uh, another white person walked down the road, a white woman. And I heard her ask a nearby person where the place that I was looking at was. So here, here's another potential renter. I've yep. got competition, Chris. Yep. You killed her. I, I did. I killed her. I, <laughs> I murdered her and I, I chopped the body up. Um, and now you're on the run. I'm on the run. <laughs> so already it's a little bit like, uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not because automatically you hate this person. Yep. You're put in a position where you want this person to fail and you don't even know their name. Sure did. Um, but as she's walking up, I decided to, I don't know, I guess break the ice. Cause I knew we were going to be in a situation together. So I just said, Oh, I guess we're looking at the same place together. And um, I don't know. It's it's hard to describe why I didn't like her besides what we've already covered. But um, I just didn't get very good energy from her right away. Like, I, I don't know. If you're in that situation, somebody says that to you, oh, we're going to look at the same place. You'd probably be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. You know, some sort of greeting or something. But she's just like, oh, where is it? Like, uh, I don't know. That's why I'm waiting here right now, waiting for the guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I just didn't like her right off the bat. And I got the feeling that it was mutual. She didn't like me either. Anyway, the guy shows up. Um, and uh, she was kind of looking around for the place. So he saw me first. And he said, oh, we got another person looking at it. I said, yep, yeah, I just saw her. So we uh, we linked up, the three of us, and we go in. And let's see. I can kind of cut out some details. Basically, he showed us one place first that was not available for two weeks. And then he showed us the upstairs, which was the one in the, in, in the pictures. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we got into the place... I knew I liked it. Um, it's a lot better than the other options I've seen, and I've been looking quite a bit. I know that it's pretty good for what's available. The price is good. It's got good space. I'm pretty sure I want it. Now, here's the thing, Chris. You and I are kind of people pleasy. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that situation? That I want to people please more so in situations where I have a relationship with the people I'm trying to please. Someone I'm going against, fuck you. You think so? Yeah. Fuck you. This is my spot. Yeah. That's kind of what popped into my head. And um, we're, we're kind of we're doing the thing, right? Uh, oh, is there Wi-Fi here? How's the whatever? When's this available? What's the price? Yep. And I kind of knew a few minutes before I said anything, I, I was like, okay, I got to say it. I got to say, I want this. Yeah. You just in case she's going to put the foot down. Know. I'm interested. Yeah. I don't know if she wants it or not, but I, the worst thing that could happen is she says it first and then she's got it. Yep. But I'm still waffling a little bit until um, I forget why she said this, or maybe there was no reason she said this, but she just kind of turned to me and she said it in kind of a shitty way. She's like, Oh, by the way, me and him were not together. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy that was showing you knew that because he literally said, Oh, someone else is looking at it too. Yeah. And even if he didn't know that, what? why are you feeling the need to say it? And especially with that kind of like that Tone. stank on it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that kind of put me over the edge and I just said, oh yeah, uh, I'm, by the way, I'm going to, I'll put the deposit down right now. I'll take this place. I love and, it. And, uh, and uh, I kind of turned to her. I said, sorry, but I, I'm, you know, I want this place. So I'll take it right now. And she said, yeah, I don't care. 
<laughs> it kind of got like it got like a little adversarial. She's like, yeah. I don't care. It's like, okay. okay. Like you're both in a situation where uh, you're not going to like the other person involved because, you know, you're set up to fail. Like this is not something where it's designed for you guys to come out friends. It's like when you go to a job interview and there's multiple people interviewing for the job in the lobby. Hey, hope you suck at interviews, dude. Like you're not. But she went over the top and was just outwardly an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I don't know, because, of course, my retelling of the story is going to have my own bias. It's not a big deal either way. It, it doesn't matter. But um, I just think if the if the positions were reversed and I don't know if she wanted the place, she ended up kind of posturing and saying, well, uh, <clears throat> OK, let me finish the story. So she's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, OK. And I, I was giving him the money. I'm kind of making the deposit. And she's just like saying, yeah, yeah, I don't like the location here. I'm looking for something a little better. It's like, okay, first of all, Vin, I'm in her position. Why not just say thank you and walk out the door? Yeah, just leave. Why are you doing that, right? But let's hypothetically say I was in her position and I wanted the place and someone went and took it away from me, which may have been the case. I'm not sure. Still, there's no need for for that. Yeah, um, don't hang around and don't we, we don't care what you're looking for. What we came here to do is done. Yeah. He wanted to rent the place out. I wanted to rent the place. See ya. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, kind of inconsequential, but I thought it was a little bit interesting because it's uh, there's a little bit of conflict in there and uh, also a little bit of, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe it would be super simple for most people to do what you're saying to just uh, kind of stand up and say, yeah, I want this place uh, and kind of take the opportunity away from somebody else. But in the moment, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't automatic for me. No. Um, and in fact, I was thinking she made it a lot easier by being someone that I didn't like by, by having that kind of energy. If she was really nice, I don't know. I, it might've been way harder for me. Oh yeah. If she was nicer, like, but you got to remember too, like I always have my feelers out for that kind of stuff. Is she treating me this way because she wants me to, you know, kind of surrender this apartment to her. Right. So that's always something you got to keep your eye out for the fake niceness and it's hard to pick out when you don't know the person at all. But, but let's say worst case scenario, that's <laughs> worst case scenario is that she's a genuinely nice person and you can feel it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's say worst case scenario, she's super nice and you just feel it. Um, you split sucks. the place and you're in a relationship now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. oh, so um, did you had the conversation with your lovely girlfriend? About I did, you I told to her. Away. And how did oh, it... yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before that, yeah, I told her. Um, actually, I told her right before I was going to edit the podcast because, uh, well, I, I should have told her earlier. And I ended up apologizing for not telling her earlier. Yeah. Um, it was just what I told you. It was like, it's a, kind of a uncomfortable thing to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough conversation to have. And it's not because you don't want to have it. It's because you, well, you're worried about the other person's feeling the situation. Yeah. But but in the end, she definitely understood, um, and she, and she said she had kind of had the same thoughts too. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh it's not her fault at all. But the situation hasn't been working out very well. No, just because of, you know, like you said, you're not in like the best mood being in that place, not having your own outdoor space. You feel a little more confined. I think uh, the space for someone like you will do you good. I hope so. Yeah, so uh, I might be moving tomorrow or uh, definitely within the next few days. So that's that's something. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it. You got to show me pictures of the place. Sure. It's uh, it's definitely a step down from from my, from my old palace, but uh, but it's a place. Yep. If it wasn't in Bali, I'd probably be more interested. Uh yeah, of course. But it is. Yeah. So cool and all, but you know, go somewhere more interesting. I, I'll try. I'll, I'll definitely try. You think it's time to get into our relationship advice segment that I said we weren't going to skip ever and it's here to stay and then we skipped last episode? <laughs> uh, why not? Yeah. We got a juicy one for you. Ew. I don't like that descriptor for what I'm about to read. Yeah. I'm making Kyle read this one because it's very disgusting. And... um. He made me read one that was very sexual from a woman's point of view last episode. So you're up. 
I don't even really mind reading the sexual stuff, but just this, this is this is really what I don't like. My but, worry was that you know you have a habit for editing together some things that make me look bad. Um, the herpes fair. thing, and then me reading something from a sexual point of view, like oh, I I need my my toys to finish. I you know I didn't even want to say it there. So you just gave me the idea now because I definitely did not think about that, but now I am. Hey, we got the TikTok back up and going. Okay, I got a project for this week. Yep, yep. And don't be afraid to cut a little bit of yourself into maybe a negative light with your super sexist rant a couple episodes back. Eh, no, I think I'm going to focus on you. Okay, all right. That's that. I surrender that ability ability to you when I ask you to edit stuff. This yep, is what fair you enough. <laughs> all right, guys. This one is labeled "not safe for work." Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get a lot of a lot of it's going to get out of the way just right from the title. The title might be the worst part. Maybe leave the title for the end. Well, the title, Chris, is uh, (laughs) Girlfriend Farted Poo Water Into My Mouth. (laughs) Main text. Came back drunk and recently found out about how to squirt slash exploring that kind of thing. She was in doggy, the position, I assume. Mm -hmm. And I was going at it, eating ass and fingering her. She pushed really hard in a squirting effort. But instead, a tablespoon of brown water ejected ejected out of her and into my mouth along with an audible fart. We carried on, but I felt physically sick, and she was super embarrassed the next day. Honestly, I love her, but I feel this may be a step too far, and I'm worried I will not get over it. Do you guys have any helpful strategies for dealing with this kind of thing? <laughs> I, I feel like I love her, but she accidentally did something, so I think I might have to break up with her. It's right. a little insane. Uh, I also I, I love... love... <laughs> The helpful strategies, like yeah, oh, yeah, this is this has happened to me a bunch of times. This is a strategy yeah. I have for the situation. Typically, how I deal with it when someone accidentally farts poo water in my mouth. Uh, yeah. No, it's the other thing that's funny is human beings when they're horny. This kid just got shit in his mouth. This girl just shit in someone's mouth, and they were like, "Well, we gotta finish." Right. I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. We we carried on, but I was physically sick. How do you carry uh, on after getting poop in your mouth? Well, the first three words does they are came back drunk, so that might be a, a big part of it. I feel um, like that'll sober you up pretty quick. Could, um, I never experienced that, so I can't say, but I would imagine. So our homework assignments for this weekend: we're gonna get really <laughs> drunk. We're gonna take Blue Chew, not a sponsor. And um, we're going to request that our lovely ladies have burritos for dinner. Oh, okay. All right. We we get it. We get okay. it. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Have you ever had anything like this? Mm, I've had a time where I was really drunk while doing something and then had to stop and go puke. But no poop. Doing something. I was south of the border. Okay. We'll leave it at that. And I had too much to drink, and I and I puked, but that was the end of it. It was like, oh, that's well, not so bad. My bad. At least I, I don't remember. I there was remember. nothing in the area that uh, stimulated your your puke reflex, was there? No, it was strictly uh, cheap wine. Okay, so it like, was you. It was like not a, her. A jug of Carla Rossi. Okay. So that nothing like that has ever happened. Uh, there was a, a point in time where I would have a lot of gas towards the end. Towards the end, exclusively. When I was going for kakaka. And that really? was a pro- that was a problem for not a problem, but it was like one of the a problem for me. I was like, "What is happening?" I don't know. If it's so the- <laughs> it was so. so you're in- Did you see me? Like my eyes, like thinking about how to 
maybe if I wanted to say this or not because I, I did notice sure that up until I said it and now I regret it. So yes, ask away. You you were a little excited, a little scared, a little nervous, but a little excited. It was a cute yeah. look on your face, actually. Yeah, no, I'm adorable. Yeah. So I, in in that moment of your most intense pleasure, you were also <laughs> from both ends. Ah, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I was in a relationship at the time, and it wasn't like a a one night stand where it's like, oh, maybe this will happen again. It's like, no, if that, I feel like that's a deal breaker for some. But and you're saying that that was happening consistently for a period of time? Enough for me to remember it because this was like years and years and years and years ago. But I want to say at least a handful of times, like in a row, like it yeah. was a, like an episode of this. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Wish I knew, but it was happening. If this has happened to you, men, write in. We want to know. And especially the poop stuff, too. You will remain nameless on the pod. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're over that because I, I think I, I, I could imagine it happening to me. And I think it would kind of cut the pleasure a little bit. Um, It was mid Brakakaka, so it wasn't going anywhere. The vinegar strokes were on, you know? Right, but still, like... <sighs> In that moment, your your mind is still also going to have a little bit of embarrassment. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, or maybe not. Sure. I don't. Maybe it was overridden. I'm not sure. I have a feeling I wasn't too embarrassed. I was just kind of like, I think I might have even chuckled. It's um, I, it definitely could be something that you would laugh about. Uh, yeah, it no, be. it's funny. It's Ideally, funny. it should be, yeah. but it could ruin someone's sexual confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got some joy out of that. So now your turn. Have you ever had anything like this happen to you? Let's get graphic today on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, there was one instance. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, hey, you're, I can see the hesitation in your face. I just told all of our listeners that I had an episode where I would fart when I went brokakakak. That's embarrassing. Yeah. It's your turn to, to step up to, to the plate. Actually, it could be way worse. I don't want to push you into anything. I'm sorry. I'll text no, you. No, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'll text um, you about this later, too. Sorry for pressure. <laughs> there's there's a certain act that... Um, that uh, <laughs> a, a, lot of, a lot of people are not into. Um, gay men seem to like it a lot. Um. You get my drifts, kinda. Yep. Go on. Uh, I might, I might have met a young lady who who requested that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was also drunk. Um, and uh, the worst case scenario did happen. Okay. I'm being extremely vague, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. Similar to yeah. this situation, just not in anywhere. Uh... Similar, like yeah. a mouth. And it's uh, it's pretty gross. I immediately ran into the shower, and yep. uh, I feel like I think that's a common thing too. It probably is. Yeah, it would it would seem logical that that would happen quite a bit. And for all of those people who enjoy that, mm. we don't shame. That's fine. But I I have heard that that is an involuntary muscle. So there's no elasticity oh, yeah. to bring that. It can become an involuntary muscle. Oh, there can be no blame involved at all, of course. Yeah. So, and I'm saying over time, like if you do that often. Mm. Oh, the it, chances are getting higher and higher. It's like it's like red or black on the roulette wheel. It's like. Yeah. You might you have might, some complications might... <laughs> when you're older. You can kind of get brown eventually. It's yeah. kind of. <laughs> yeah. You're not always going to hit clean. You're a 50-50 shot. Have you, have you ever engaged in those activities, Chris? No. No. No, there was a, an attempt back in the day, but we didn't know what we were doing and didn't end well. Yeah. Yeah. But there was wasn't a brown out. It was a uh, ouch. Moving on. There, were, there there was a time when I really uh when that was a big desire for me. Um it was the the forbidden fruit that you hadn't tasted. Something right. about not Having that access to that gives you the want for it more. That's right. Did it, um, and it turned out to be a Razor scooter for you. Nice callback. 
now it doesn't it's it doesn't really appeal to me uh i'm not i'm not against it but it's not something i'm i'm gunning for but what about you 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 had your chance you blew it um <laughs> no, i mean it is what it is i'm, I'm happy with what, where i'm working was it your idea or hers or his no no shame hers hers okay and, and you never shame attempted on, again shame on her yeah no I think I was just a willing to give it a shot type thing, and then um, whoopsie daisies. So then uh, that was the end of that. All right. Well, that's okay. You move on. You give it a shot. Tried it. Didn't like it. We get real personal on this pod. Well, this type of post does lend itself uh, to I, that exploration. And I, I somehow didn't see that coming after reading the post. I don't know how. We're going to relate it back to ourselves. Yeah. But was that the downfall of your relationship? And is that why you don't want to go for it ever again? Because of that one time? Uh, no, that was a... Uh, I had other, other successful endeavors into that region. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> you but, have uh, explored further. and But yeah... Back- it, in my experience, it's just um, the novelty is one thing, but uh, function is is not all. It's uh, it's not all. It's it's not what you think it'd be. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Now, um, back to the post here, Chris. Do you have any helpful strategies for dealing with this kind of thing? <laughs> just got to talk about it. Say it's an accident. If you truly love this person, you got you should you got to be able to be vulnerable with that that your significant other. That you so that you love, you got to be able to be vulnerable. You got to have these conversations, because this won't be the toughest conversation you have going forward. You know, might this be. Is, it's a good, yeah, maybe <laughs> they break up over this, which they might be now. And if you are, we know you're listening. Sorry about your loss, but you gotta roll with the punches. And if there's something like this is something a relationship you truly value, you got to be able to have these tough conversations. Because if you can't have the conversations with the person that you love and you want to share your life with, who can you have them with? Well said, Chris. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of an episode of Seinfeld, um, as many things do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you weren't a big watcher, were you? No, I have watched. Yeah, we, like we've couple... had this conversation. Yeah. Um, there was an episode where Jerry was dating some girl, and he was in her bathroom, and he accidentally dropped her toothbrush into the toilet. Um, he retrieved it and kind of replaced it or maybe it was in his hand and the girl came in and before he could say anything, she grabbed the toothbrush and started brushing her teeth with it oh, after it fallen into the toilet. My God. Um, and of course in classic sitcom fashion, no communication was engaged in and, uh, it was an issue. He tried to, he tried to see her, um, but he could not get over that, uh, that her toothbrush had fallen into the toilet and she had brushed her mouth with, with toilet water. And of course, he had to break up with her. Kind of reminds me of this situation. Yeah, and it's like um, I don't know. Of course, you would hope that you could be mature, communicate, get over this. Um, I think I definitely could. I, I'm sure it's an individual type thing. Like, uh, how disgusting is this for you? It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, but, um, that's awful. I, I, what, what else can you say? Just get over it. Like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and. Get back to working on this relationship and uh, maybe understand your body functions before you're uh, you're trying them out while getting your asshole eaten. Maybe. Now, in a, in a, in a lot of phobia situations, Chris, um, the answer can be that you have to face your fears head on. Perhaps maybe. it's recommended that they revisit the situation and, and kind of re-, re- uh, replace the bad memory with a good one. Would yeah. you recommend that here? I thought you were going to say scat desensitivity training. That's another way to go with this. I like your way better. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got to replace that bad memory with a good one. You got. Should they try the same thing? I feel like it's playing Russian roulette though, because if it happens again, like it's a. That's a make or break moment in the relationship. Like if it happens again, he's already mm. re- reconsidering after this one go at it. If he goes 
into the trenches again. <laughs> the trenches. And risks taking a headshot. It's all over. I, I just re- I realized another thing, too. He, he was voluntarily eating ass, as he as he so eloquently puts it. Yeah, so... like, you think that there's no particles left over? Like, it's... You just got, like, a more obvious version of something you've been eating for the past 10, 15. You know? Yeah, yeah, so... If if you go out in the rain, you're gonna get wet. I fucking hate you. So <laughs> if you go out in the rain, you're gonna get. That's um. Yeah, I'm gonna comment on the post. Hey man, you go out in the rain, you're gonna get wet. I apologize to the listeners and to you, Chris, if we've ever discovered this. And I, I know we've already been per- pretty personal, but have you ever engaged in that activity? The eating of the anus. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Fresh out the shower, why the hell not? Alright, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. This is what it is. Sure. Whatever gets your rocks off, sweetheart. (laughs) Unless it's you firing a shot while I'm doing that. I feel like we just included this one for kind of shock value and because it's funny. Yeah, Um, but we got pretty deep. There's no advice to be had here. No, move forward. (laughs) <laughs> there, there really is no advice. I sent it to you as a joke while I was on the subreddit. Oh, did and, you? Yeah, I was just kidding. I was like, for the next episode, question mark. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, we'll roll with this one today. And I was like, oh, all right. Another case where laziness gets the best of both of us. Yeah. Um. So you can get as creative with the title as you want. Oh, there's a lot of uh, potential here mm-hmm. for the for the, ep- uh, the the episode title. You mean? Yeah, and we'll call it Scared Shitless. That's not bad. Because I got scared after I saw that picture, and then it'll just lead right into uh, poop. Can we do that um, with a curse in the title? Oh, that's a good point. Scared Scatless. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, so that that's the title of this episode, I think. I like that a lot. I think we've been going for about an hour. We have, yeah. I feel, I feel like I want a little bit more, though. Yeah, keep it going. I don't have anywhere to be. I'm going to Mystic with some family. Oh, uh, really? Today? Yeah. My cousin. Uh, my cousin Katie and Scott. It's a nice family-oriented place to go. Yeah, yeah. And they, they live over around that area. So, you know, there's breweries over there, some restaurants. Oh, have you looked up the score, by the way? Oh, yeah, I'm looking. I got, okay. Have I looked? Have I looked up the score? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Multitask extraordinaire. You know what else is pretty close to Mystic? Them casinos. I know. Which I'm going to stay away from because I went last week and no more. I'm I'm coming back on my gambling uh, tendencies. There was a pizza place over there, too, that I really liked. Was it the one from Pretty Woman or whatever the fuck? No, what's the movie with... It's like Mystic Pizza. It's where they shot a movie. I think Julia Roberts is in it. Maybe it was called Mystic Pizza. I might not have even liked the pizza over there. I just heard of that movie. Yeah. You, you've you never so even had it. But you're like, Mystic Pizza? <laughs> Brilliant marketing. I'm not, I, I, there is a very good chance that I've never had pizza in Mystic. <laughs> uh, I hope that is the case. This is a really good pizza spot. That's it's funny how your brain plays tricks like that. So you're gonna go to the village, right? I don't know. I got a text before we started recording uh, recording that I uh, didn't read. Yeah. Well, so. for for me, Mystic is the village, pretty much. I wouldn't mind going to the aquarium. Sure. I'm sure. a big zoo guy. 
Ever, right? I told you that ever since I started following Cincinnati Zoo on Instagram, that that night I got really, really high and I thought I was going to stop my job in tech and go uh, be a zookeeper. Tico really dislikes zoos and aquariums. Well, uh, if they're run the right way and it's not like shitty, you're not treating the animals like shit. Like that part. I'm not aware of. It seems on the surface that they're rehabilitating animals and stuff like that. Yeah. But if it's like SeaWorld scum, I like I couldn't even watch that documentary that was super popular when it came out when it was kind of just exposing SeaWorld. I was like, okay, I get it. They're assholes. Disavow SeaWorld. But I don't want to see them mistreating animals. I will not watch it. I didn't see it either. No, people um... say it's like really tough to watch. That's how I've always kind of felt about those PETA videos. I know they exist, and that sucks. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. So do you think if, say, guys like us, we decided we're we're very sensitive. We can't watch those videos. We know it's there, but we still partake in, you know, meat eating. Do you think if you were to just on a night watch a bunch of those videos, would you consider being vegan? I think I probably would consider it, but that eating meat is such an ingrained habit that that would be stronger. Yeah. That's just my guess. And the fact that I pretty much already know what's happening. I've read about it, but I've never seen it. Um, But who knows? Maybe the videos would be so visceral that it would work like that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've considered it, but... Then I thought about the effort that goes into being vegan or vegetarian. I know it's two different things. I don't fucking know. But having to look at every single label of every single thing you consume, I don't think I could uh, put that much effort in. I think there's levels to it, too. Like, if if I were to go down that path, I probably wouldn't be like that. Yeah. Um, But uh, I don't know. I I have seen that opinion. Sometimes there will be a discussion or uh, maybe on Reddit I saw it. Pro- probably one of those discussions. It's like, what thing do we do now? Are we going to look back on in 50 years and say that was barbaric or whatever? And oh, I did see that. I don't remember any of the responses, though, but I love threads like that. Eating meat very well could be one of those things. Or, or if not, just the factory farming system. Yeah. Which is already we already know that's bad now, but we all participate in it pretty much. It's bad, but it's unfortunately necessary for us to keep up our disgusting habits of overconsuming stuff. Man, it is fucked up too. I mean, you're you're aware of what's going on too, right? Yeah, I don't like it though, but I still eat chicken. It's so messed up, isn't it? Yeah, like they're bred to just. Part of me thinks evolutionarily in their brains, they're no, they're bred to just feed, and they don't care. But I know that's not the case. But it's just like lives of torture. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, the people that I'm meeting up with today, my cousins, they have a bunch of chickens at their house. And I'm always like, I look at them and I'm like, these poor guys. But they're they're not in the factory farming system. They got out. They're living the good life. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Yeah. I, it's hard to say what's okay and what's not okay. Of course, it's there's no objective truth. But uh, that's definitely not as bad. Yeah, these chickens aren't. They're just there for eggs. They're just going to live full lives and then die. Oh, that's they're not what they're supposed people. to do then, right? Yeah. So they're 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 fulfilling their actual purpose. But yeah. I don't know if it's all chickens or these ones just got cocky, but these ones will peck at your feet. They're assholes. One of them tried to kill their family dog. Well, chickens are assholes. I think that's pretty well known. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's pretty accepted. Like birds in general are just aren't not they dinosaurs? Nice. They're the closest yeah. to the dinosaurs. I believe that's true. Yeah. So thank God that meteor wiped them out. Because yeah, absolutely. If but we're left anything, with those. If they're anything like chickens, we're in trouble. We would be in trouble. I think this is a pretty cliche thing to say. It's not like I'm breaking any ground, but um, but that's that's what's going on here. I I don't I don't know if they have factory farming in Indonesia. Maybe, probably they do, but what what I see a lot is just farm animals and like 
what you would what what you thought of as a farm when you were a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yes, they slaughtered. The, like I, I I told you uh, the story I believe on the podcast a few weeks ago where we were a little bit north and uh, some guy offered us dinner for ten bucks and he brought us a chicken and I'm pretty sure he killed it himself. Yeah. Like right? a few moments ago. Right. That just seems like well, that's how humans have done it. That's that's how we we do it. That seem that seems acceptable. Yeah. Um, same same as hunting, for example. You got you go out and you kill a deer. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, or, or maybe there is. I don't know. But the but the factory farm. Yeah, I'm just saying a super cliche thing. But the factory farming thing is just a nightmare. Yeah, but if the factory farming were to go away, the availability of meat would go down drastically, and there would be problems widespread. There'd be a meat shortage. Never mind a formula shortage. There'd be a meat shortage if the factory farming. Well, let's say right now, um, and obviously this is an impossible question to answer truthfully or whatever, but let's say you could, you could press a button right now and it would go away, but your own access to meat would drastically reduce for the rest of your life. Maybe, maybe it would be eliminated. Um, Would you push that button? Um, I think I would take a lot of time with it and think about it. (laughs) For a bit you you would order mcdonald's first and then and then push it yeah i would get a massive freezer and i would hoard as much as possible and then you know what i'm gonna act like i'm the good person that decided to end factory farming. <laughs> yeah i'd be put on a pedestal vegans everywhere would worship me they would have to yeah but little do they know i've got like the cheese caves aka meat caves though <laughs> instead I, th- I think I would definitely have to, because that is the um, that that's the lazy, unaccountable mindset we both have, where it's like, well, we participate in it because we can't do anything about it, and we feel like our part is not big enough, and we can't do anything about it. But if but if I could end it, and then I would have to not eat meat for the rest of my life, I would have to. And I I, I love eating meat, but it's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah. yeah, but tofu is not that good. It's not bad if you have it the right way. Okay, I, actually, I do not like te- tofu that much, but we have tempeh here. Do you know what tempeh is? I think I've had it, maybe. I really like tempeh. Hmm. Maybe if I try tempeh, I could come back and answer this question. Yeah, we could still have eggs, I think. Yeah, we just have to have our own animals. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be able to kill... Like, I would like to have chickens, but if something – I get so attached to animals that I wouldn't – like, if it died, I'd probably be really upset. And if something got to it and killed it, I'd probably be really upset. I just can't – I can't handle it. I'm not mad enough. I thought I wanted to try hunting, and then I thought about the act of actually killing an animal and then gutting it. Nope, not me. Do you ever think then of – and I'm sorry to do this to you, but – the act of getting a pet. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, it increases my anxiety a lot. I know. My head hits the pillow. I think, what if something were to happen to Ollie? And I get, and it keeps me up like almost on a nightly basis. So we're not touching new ground here. But you're kind of talking about like, what if something happened? But I think of when something happens too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, you're kind of buying guaranteed heartbreak within the next 20 years when you buy buy any pet. Yeah, yeah, I signed myself up. So I signed myself up for that. Um, but I think about it in a way of like I'm giving this guy the best possible life he could have while he's here. Uh, altruism. Yeah. So it's like, you know, he's he's having as good of a life as he could possibly have. And it's because I adopted him from the mean streets of Louisiana, where he had formerly got his tail chopped off by some asshole. But see, I'm so selfless, you know. Pat, you are. Me. You're a good guy. You know, I'm gonna adopt this dog, even though it's gonna give me anxiety until anxiety and heartbreak. Lots of joy, but lots of anxiety and heartbreak. That's a good perspective, though. And in the meantime, you're gonna have lots of good times. Yeah, and it. 
it's one of those things. It's the cycle of life. What what else can you do? That's that's how it works. That's how life works. You live, you die. Yeah, and I guess the perspective that I'm mentioning is it's a pretty bad one to have because you're true. You're right. It's true about anything. Yeah, uh, relationships or going yeah, on trips. Like when you're dating you're and you get do in it. relationships, you're yeah. running the risk of eventually having a really bad couple months. And somebody's going to die eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's me first. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, if she goes first, I'll probably kill myself after. Damn. Yeah. This, sorry, guys. This got really morbid at the end here. Yeah. We went from poo water and eating ass to we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. So good luck trying to sleep tonight, Kyle. And I'll sit and stew with this for the rest of the day. Yeah, we're not really helping each other out here, are we? We truly are scared scatless. <laughs> That's a good spot to end. Yeah. We should we should have ended it after that, shouldn't we? No, whatever. We'll keep it going. We get dark and morbid. That's fine. All right. Thanks for listening. If you're listening this far, go follow our social medias, Doubly Kyle Tito Bulls. I'll work that into the next intro. Okay. Okay. Stop recording. This is life being bound to love.